Thank you guys <laughs> for 50 downloads, dude. We have 50 downloads on the podcast. How does that feel? That feels great. I feel like I'm in my prime. Oh my gosh. Not sponsored by Prime. Not yet. Not yet, but who knows? Your move, Prime. Legit. You guys, that's your move. No, but well, we're three episodes in. 50 downloads, that's not bad, dude. It's Honestly, not bad. that's not, not bad, bad, bad at bad. all. Um, thank you for everyone that's listening. Again, if you guys are listening on like Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you guys can watch these videos on YouTube. Uh, you can see our faces. I show clips of stuff yeah. we're talking about. I like the TikTok clips. Those are cool. The TikTok clips are pretty cool too, you know. And if you guys are watching from there as well, or from there, thank you guys I for joining. I don't know joining. if you noticed, but a lot of people agreed with me that your rating system sucks. I don't know if you noticed, but there was a couple of people that agreed as well, okay? Like two, but... You know, this, you know who created that st- standard? Uh, I think his name is Roger Ebert. He was like the GOAT of like movie reviewers. Mm. Roger Ebert, yeah, he's an American film critic. He uh, passed away like six years ago. Oh, dang, RIP the homie. RIP the homie. But yeah, he's actually, I think he was like one of the first movie reviewers to start a blog, go famous, go big, and he started the whole five-star review thing i i love you but i still don't like it i just think it, it it's <laughs> it's like that you you put obstacles into a simple thing like one out of ten you know i love you but you're wrong bro that's fine um, <laughs> no i'm just kidding no hey we all have different opinions different point of views on stuff like that so um yeah dude um what have you watched recently what have i watched recently uh i don't know i haven't really been watching new stuff um i you know what what did i want to watch i want to watch um I don't know. I wasn't ready for this question. No, oh, yeah, dude. Well, let me ask you a question though. Why is it that you always rewatch stuff? Like I always notice when you're about to eat, you always rewatch like The Office or something. Why is that? Yeah, I think we've talked about it before. I think it depends on like the mood I'm in. You know, if I'm in the mood for something new, then I'll watch something new. But mainly, it's because it's like kind of like comfort food. Like you know, you're gonna like it. You know what you're getting into. It's funny. One of the cool things about TV shows is there's like hundreds of episodes. So even though you've watched it a hundred times, it's like there's still stuff you haven't noticed and stuff like that. So that's why I'm always rewatching stuff. Um, but yeah, that's interesting, man. Yeah. Cause I like to watch something new, I guess when I, eat. it depends if I'm watching it with someone like that hasn't seen it before, I'm cool with like, you know, watching that with them, but I always like to watch something like new. Like I just started watching, well, Loki just came out this Friday. Loki came out Loki this season Friday. two. I watched episode one. Um, how was it? Yeah. I, I think it was good. You know, it was a good start to the season. Uh, no Jonathan Majors yet. No Jonathan, no Jonathan Majors. Majors in that episode. We saw him on the recap, um, but no Jonathan Majors yet. Okay. I think it was a good start. Uh, a lot of un- unanswered questions, but that's what we want from a first episode, you know? Uh, how long was it? I think it was like 40 minutes long. Oh, wow. Which is like just a regular episode. Actually, no, I oh. take it back because WandaVision was like an hour, right? Well, no, it depends because they either do six minute, six episodes of 20 minutes or yes. like four episodes of an hour or something like that, right? Yes. They divide it up into, it's yeah. the same amount of time, but it's just different amount different. of episodes. Yeah. Um, so, wow, 40 minutes, that's yeah. crazy. You know what I noticed? I, I think they got like a different cinematographer or something like that just because mm. like the camera angles, the camera movement was very different. I liked it, don't get me wrong, I really did and I think it, I think it was done more tastefully than in season one, yeah. but like just the camera movement in itself, I, I could tell someone else was painting the the pictures you know yeah well i think we talked about this loki was one of the better is one of the better marvel yeah. uh shows so i mean there's a lot of i think there's a lot of pressure on this too to be like mm-hmm. i feel like this is kind of like the guardians of the galaxy of the tv, TV shows. shows wow that's really yeah, interesting that like people 
like this people are into this and it's like everything else is trash but this is something i enjoy so i feel mm -hmm. like there's a lot of pressure on this i feel like this is probably the thing with the most pressure that marvel has done in a, in a fat minute that is true and not only because marvel's been on a huge decline like we've been talking about yeah. you know but um honestly it did pretty well it was a good first episode it um it answered some of the stuff from the previous season as well no. so it's what you wanted from a first episode did, of the second season did they not do a two episode premiere no, which they usually do. Usually they did do. that with Ahsoka, and WandaVision. I think they did that with WandaVision as well, yeah. But no, they didn't. Uh, they just had a one episode, which was fine. You know what I didn't see, though? There is an after credit scene. I did not see that. So if you haven't seen the after credit scene of Loki Season 1, uh, season two, episode one. Go ahead and watch that. Wow. But yeah, I need to see that. Um, I just found out about that literally right now. So I guess Where do we'll you see. think they're going with this? Where, how is Loki Season 2 going to end? That's a great question. Um, You know what? It's because right now they're setting it up for Kang to be the ultimate baddie. baddie. <laughs> yeah, the, the ultimate like villain, which I think they're doing a better job at setting him up as a villain here than in Ant-Man, uh, the Quantumania or whatever. Yeah. They're doing a better job at setting up John Jonathan Majors as Kang here in this show than in anywhere else. Because Loki's legit terrified of this guy. He's like, bro, imagine countless versions of Kang yeah. attacking you, you know? That's yeah. insane. I love that. So, do you think they're going to move forward? We talked about this on a previous episode, but do you think they're going to move forward with Jonathan Majors then? You think? Yeah, so uh, apparently, like, those allegations and everything cleared. cleared. But remember how I mentioned like, this is a trial season to see how people react to him? Yeah. I think we still have to see much of him, and we'll see definitely how it goes throughout this season. Alright, bro. Serious question. Uh, really good question. Uh, ready for this? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's up? Okay, so far, we saw Thanos over the span of a few wow. movies mm -hmm. start to get hyped up. Obviously, his first time Avengers 1 at the end when he had the, the mm -hmm. lines on his chin and everything. That's right. And then I think it was uh, Age of Ultron when he's like, I'm do I'll do it myself. And then Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. where he comes out for the first time as... Wow. as uh that Roland? one guy roland's master Roland? whatever yeah no 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 brolin the actor right josh brolin yeah that was him for josh the first Brolin, time yeah. that was him for the first time and i think that's it i think i legit just named them all off the top of my dome off the dome off the dome uh and then captain marvel uh no no no, no, no. no, 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 no. but anyway so and we started to get hyped for him do you think it's the same like are you feeling the same like who's who is being who is being set up better who was set up better for the mcu <sighs> villainy yeah thanos or Kane the Conqueror. Well, when you look at it from a perspective, we've only seen, I guess, two instances from two different perspectives for Kang, right? Um, and I guess that's only three from phase one of Marvel, right? Mm -hmm. That we've seen the setup for Thanos. You know, it's hard to say because the Avengers, the phase one movies are way better than like the phase, what are we in now? Five movies? I don't know. Exactly. So it's really hard to compare just because these movies like i man and the Quantumania or whatever not as good you know yeah. loki though is really good and i like just how tom hiddleston the, the loki yeah how he's like portraying that he's really scared of this guy and we're trying to stop him that's amazing i also think that and i'm just answering my own question i also think that thanos's best intro or setup was in infinity war yeah when he fought hulk for the first time i think yeah. that's the legit first moment where like 
oh dang like this homeboy is because if you look at everything else it was always like code green bring in the hulk and that would just like end it right yeah uh but this will like beat that full to a pulp so i think that was his actual big setup yeah so, like, this is a big baddie that's really good so i mean let's see uh, you know i've told you i haven't seen that man uh i saw all of loki one i thought him being at the end was really cool i love king the conqueror the character is one of my favorite characters i really hope we get the flying uh sword ship that he mm. has um that, yeah but um i don't know i'm hoping it comes out good dude it, uh, that's all we can do right now we can only hope for the best especially for marvel you know right now it's i think right now it is on the hands of loki because not a lot of people are hoping for the marvels to be as good you know yeah so uh, i guess we'll just see but it's i think it's good i think you'll like it uh, obviously we still need to wait for episode two and keep going let's keep this marvel trend going right now let's keep these good vibes going tell me about it i know memes um okay do you think uh kang will be in the marvels oh okay do i predict if kang is going to be in the marvels that's literally what i just asked uh, <laughs> <laughs> i know what you're doing i know i get it <laughs> me thinking about future edits um I uh i honestly i'm gonna say no i don't think he's gonna be in it do you know who the main villain is for um the marvels i don't not a lot of people do i don't either i don't think it will have a villain i think no it does there's like yeah, there's a, like a girl it's like a woman ronin or something oh no i've never heard of this i think this movie is going to be super fast because it's like a super short movie it right? is it's the shortest marvel movie yeah i think this movie is going to be like it's going to literally be super fast it's going to start with something like from uh what's the name of the girl the younger the younger marvel chick oh yeah miss marvel okay miss marvel is going to be like this year has been weird that's funny that's kind of how the show started too oh so see I with, with seen really show. cool animation that's that's one of the best parts of miss marvel the animation the visuals i think that is hands down the best part of miss marvel um also the actors do a pretty good job but you know i think that's the best part about it and i think that's how it's going to start you know nice, so i nice. guess we'll see how it goes from there for the marvels for the marvels yeah that's pretty cool yeah um what else have i watched so <laughs> yeah what have you watched dude, dude uh, you asked me i didn't ask you that's funny i finished young justice the oh, whole seasons all man. four seasons that's of young tough, justice dude how was that so okay so don't spoil it i won't i won't you know we hate spoilers we, we gotta make spoilers. a shirt that says we hate spoilers we hate spoilers that's a good one now uh you know, season one, I think, is one of the best, like, comic book TV shows of all time. Season one of Young Justice. 100%. Season two of Young Justice, I would say, is really good as well. Slow at times, but I love the introduction of Blue Beetle. I love all of that. I think it's called uh, Invasion, Young Justice Invasions. Um, season three is called Young Justice Outsiders. I wasn't a big fan of it, if I'm being mm. honest with you. I think I heard, that, it. I heard that one wasn't good, I think. It, it wasn't that good. Matthew Mercer, Mercer voices someone, though. Nice. That was really cool. Um, but I think it was kind of a letdown. And what I realized was kind of a, a letdown. Um, it's not a spoiler or anything like that, but it's just that uh, they didn't include a lot of the main cast, if I'm being honest mm. with you. They're there, but they're more like celebrity In guests type of thing. They're like, oh, they what pop up. What do you mean up. the main cast? Young Justice main cast? Yes. Oh, that's Like crazy. the main six or seven, you know? Do you think they were trying to maybe pull off spinoff? Either that or start off with someone else. Yeah. So then what I liked about season four is that they did bring most of the main cast back. Uh, and season four, I would have to say, is good. It wrapped up. Dude, did you know Young Justice season four came out like two years ago? Yeah. 2021. That was a big pause, yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, that's insane. Um and uh, it ended again with kind of it setting up for like a season five. Of course, it hasn't been renewed, but that's really normal for Young Justice. We yeah. waited like eight to ten years, I think it was, for yeah. 
oh whatever season that just came out yeah um but it, season four was good i liked it i really like superboy like the character superboy That's, i was gonna ask so you. i would have to say he's probably the main character in season four That's apart from megan moore's um them megan. two megan moore's and um yeah i what? i did feel bad i wanted to see more nightwing didn't get a chance to see a lot of him but towards the end he does show up and stuff like that uh so, so why do i have a shirt that says no spoilers if you're spoiling that nightwing is in like he just shows up towards the end or whatever but oh yeah in season four it's called the uh, young justice phantoms young phantoms. justice phantoms That's cool. does that word give you any indication as to where they're gonna head the phantom zone interesting that you said that Cause it is. Because <laughs> spoiler alert, <laughs> it is. No, well, interesting that you said that. I I thought it was gonna be something else because like Outsiders was something else completely. So Phantoms, I was thinking of something random, mm. random. But um, or Raven, I guess somewhere. That's really interesting. We haven't seen Raven. Oh, that's cool. That's, spoiler, that's I yeah. I know another one. No, I love Young Justice. Uh, the comic book. Uh, well, actually, I don't know if you know this, but uh, Young Justice is actually based off the Teen Titans comic book run. Mm. Uh, which is where Superboy comes in and everything that happens with Superboy, his DNA, all that is, yeah. is in there. So it's really cool. It's really you cool. know, I remember I made a meme uh, where you and Superboy were like together. Or I think you made it, if I'm being honest with you. I didn't make it. Either. Um, But I, I totally thought dude, you would have been a great Superboy when you were younger. Too brown, bro. There's this one character. I, I kind of want to ask if you know it. He shows up in season four. You didn't have to say he shows up in season four. You could have just said there's He's this in one season character. Four. Well, you could have just said there's this one character. Okay. <laughs> Okay, whatever. There's just one character, right? Yes. Uh, but it, 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 I'm gonna ask if you know who he is. Um, um, honestly, I don't even know his name, but it's Jor El's son. Kal El. Okay, no, then it's Zod's son. Oh. Uh, have you heard about I've him? I've heard of him. Yeah. I can't remember. Dude, you would make an awesome cosplay of him. <laughs> he is sick, but he has kind of like a Travis. Got haircut, but still, bro, he yeah. is sick. Well, my first ever cosplay, do you remember what it was? No. Superboy. Show really? the picture right now. I have a picture, yeah. yeah. It's on Facebook. It's on Facebook. Well, it's I on didn't know that. That's awesome. My first ever cosplay, yeah, because it was just a shirt. Pretty Super simple. simple. Yeah. Do you know that Superboy was in Smallville? Yes, I didn't know that. Do you remember who plays him? No. Are you ready? If you could cast anyone from like the earlier 2000s to play Superboy, who would you cast? Doesn't matter. It's not him. Are you ready? <laughs> Who is it? Okay. Uh-huh. Do you remember Ryan from High School Musical? Yes. He plays Superboy in Smallville. What? You're lying. I'm pretty sure. Which is weird because he also plays Lex Luthor. The young yes. Lex Luthor. In Smallville. In Smallville. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. We need to fact check that now. We need a, the person who told us that is down to fact check. I can't wait till you're here. I'm really excited. We're going to plot Should something. we say? No, it's going to be a surprise for the next episode. Surprise. I'm super excited for you to be here. And I can't wait, man. I think you're going to be a great addition or woman to the uh, podcast. <laughs> it's a man. It's a guy. <laughs> but no, well, you're not a woman. I'm just saying like, you know, yeah. I love you. And I'm so excited for you to be here. It's going to be a great time. I'm just going to give one clue. Okay. Muppets. <laughs> Why? That's it. <laughs> okay, sure. That's the clue of whoever's gonna join. Whoever's gonna help if us you be solve it. Person. We're gonna give you a key. <laughs> yeah, if you solve, if you send us a text on who you think it is, and it's just random. Should we give out our numbers? No, they have our social media, bro. What do you mean? Well, like, you text, text this number at one. Well, you said that. Shoot us a text. Doesn't matter. Going back to this, I'm pretty sure. Can we fact check that? You want me quick? to fact check it right now? Superboy in Smallville. All right, so Superboy in Smallville. By the way, um. I did not like Superboy's rendition in Titans. 
It was cool. But uh, I, I was really looking forward to that. Actually. I didn't like it as much as I do in Young Justice because in Young Justice, uh, you see like the complex side of Superboy and Titans, but you they just played it off so well in Young Justice. I love it. His yeah. character arc is. Yeah, yeah, I love his character. I think his character, even if I can get a little dumb about this or maybe just a little <laughs> spiritual, um, I think a Superboy speaks to me because he has like bad in him and we all have bad That's in us. True. And it's like, it's cool that, you know, we get the ability to choose which way we live our life. Like if we're going to try and follow God or just follow even just good morals, mm-hmm. if, you, if that's what floats your boat, or we get to decide to follow the side that's also always there. That's like do bad things, steal, mm-hmm. uh, cheat people, uh, whatever, you know, cheat your way to the top, but we get to choose. And that's why I like Superboy. I like that you brought in, um, God into this because isn't it interesting how like Superman is very based on like Jesus 100%. and everything, you know, do you want to talk about that? Let's talk about that for a second. Um, one of the interesting things about that is that people that created Superman were Jewish mm. and, um, it's just interesting that, you know, that obviously Jewish people don't believe in Jesus mm. in, in that way or in pretty much anyway. And it's interesting that they create a character that's literally Jesus, even though I guess it depends on uh, I don't know that well, but I guess it depends on how much of the original lore of of Superman is in there. Uh, because, you know, he's got everything. He he starts being Superman at the age of 30, uh, the same age that Jesus was when, when he started his ministry. Uh, in, in Man of Steel, he goes three years and then he goes up into space and pretty much dies, even does the, you know, the whole yeah. cross thing. Uh, but uh, Jor-El sending his one and only son to mm-hmm. Earth. Um, you want to know a fun fact that I know the viewers will in, uh, love this. So my, my son, his name is uh, Clark for superman because i really like superman first thing i ever told him uh i grabbed him had him in my arms he fit like right here love that kid he's on vacation right now so i miss him a lot but i was i was holding him and i told him the the one of my favorite lines from superman it's jor-el telling uh kal-el um even though you've been raised as a human being you're not one of them um they are great people kal-el they wish to be uh, they only lack the light to show the way for this reason above all their capacity for good I have something you my only son and I say that just to Clark because I think he's special and he's very unique but it's cool you know it's literally we could have had that be a bible verse that that yeah. God told Jesus right no and you can use that with Christianity easily 100% yeah easily yeah, yeah. that is so beautiful man that made me legit almost want to cry you should cry when uh my favorite superhero is the flash when I name my son Barry I'm gonna tell him run <laughs> just kidding no run like, Barry run no you know what's funny I was thinking about this I because I, obviously I've been thinking about uh well I don't have a girlfriend or anything but like I've been thinking about baby names and stuff like that for the longest time and I had a couple always in mind but um I really like the name Robin but it, that's, you know, Robin, but it's a bird's name. But I think Robin would be super cool to have my kid named Robin. Why not Dick? So moving on to the next <laughs> part of the show. Hey, was um, it was it him or no? Yeah, it was him. Dude, good, good job. Yeah, it was Ryan. So you played both, which is cool. Yeah, that is interesting. Uh, so I watched Young Justice. Young Justice was so good. I love Young Justice. Uh, kind of con- full circle. Did you know that they were trying to do the spinoff of Superboy? Because at the end of that oh. episode, Clark like saves him. And he's like, hey, man, like I enrolled you into Smallville mm. and Smallville High and whatever. So they were trying to do that spin up shop, but I never picked up. Fun fact, 
the whole CW Arrowverse started because of Smallville because with, of Smallville. Uh, what was the actor's name? Do you remember his name? Justin Green? Hartley. Justin Hartley, because they wanted to do an Arrow show with Justin Hartley. Funner fact, even funner than that. <laughs> yeah, we're dude. just getting really we're fun getting in deep here. deep into this, dude. It's fun as heck, man. My nipples can break glass right now. Oh um, he, uh, he actually, during Smallville, well, first of all, he auditioned for Clark, didn't get it. Um, Justin Hartley. But uh, he, during Smallville, like season up to season three, I think they actually filmed a pilot. The creators of Smallville, uh, uh, yeah, uh, Al Miles, and something else I can't remember the other. Which, by the way, they did uh, Wednesday, and they're also working on uh, Beetlejuice for Netflix. Backtrack a little bit because I think you lost me. You probably lost the viewers. Al Miles, what, what the heck? Go back. So the, they shot a pilot of the first episode. Okay. During Smallville season one, two, three, CW liked what Smallville was doing. That's so right. they were like, hey, film another pilot with another superhero. Yeah. They told that to the creators. By the way, the creators also are the ones that did the Netflix series Wednesday. Gotcha. They're also doing a Beetlejuice Netflix Got show. Got you, yeah. Um, which isn't announced, but they announced it on uh, Michael Rosenbaum's podcast. So whatever. Anyway, uh, and they created Aquaman. And Aquaman was Justin Hartley. Oh. He, so there's a pilot it's in the special features of smallville where um i feel like i'm not looking at the camera <laughs> where where um where uh you can see the pilot episode of aquaman and it's justin hartley wow i did not know that and i remember even when uh, smallville ended i started because it was early internet days um there was articles that were saying uh, they're going to do an Arrow show. Uh, well, it wasn't the Arrow. It was just Green Arrow. But Justin Hartley didn't want to do it or he couldn't do it. So mm-hmm. that's why they ended up getting Stephen Amell. Amel. Amel. Yeah. Love him. Love him. I think he's great. I think he was a good casting. I yeah. think season one of Arrow is top notch. Top season notch. two is better. But yeah. I think so, yeah. With Deathstroke and stuff? Yes. Amazing, Is he bro. the one that's like, oh, thank you. Something like that, yeah. But no, yeah. Um, by the way, got to give our love to Stephen Amell for um, not only his body, but... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, well, Stephen Amell, amazing guy. And I, I just love the way he is. Um, like, uh, just for Arrow, I think he encompasses uh, Oliver Queen really well. And they did a great job. And uh, of course, like... Because a lot of people were complaining, oh, they're trying to make Batman like Arrow or whatever. You yeah. know what I mean? He did great for what he was doing, you know? Yeah, it was a great show. I think it was such a good show. Uh, the Is it the good. best from all the Arrow? Well, I'm, we haven't seen all of it. Like, I haven't finished The Flash. I haven't finished DC Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. There's so many. I have such a special heart for uh, Flash Season 1. Yes. But my favorite show has got to be, guess, Superman and Lois Season yes. 1. Can, can I get deep into this? Is yeah. this okay? Yeah. Okay, Smallville is a huge part of my life. Huge part of my life. I, it, I loved it. I loved it so much. When they announced Superman and Lois, I wanted to watch the show because obviously I love Superman. I did not have high hopes. But if you watch it, on episode one, they decide to go... Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. They decide to go and live in Smallville. And if you watch it, it is high key a continuation of Smallville, because even Lana Lang is in the show. Spoiler, uh, and and this is all episode one, like first thirty minutes. Even there, they have conversations about stuff that they're like, "Oh, remember in, when we were in Smallville High?" And I'm like, "That was a Smallville episode." Yeah, like they're very openly, and I just love it because um, here's where I'm going to end my rant. Smallville was Clark growing up, and I had that right. I was growing up when Clark was growing up. Uh, I've said this before. I didn't know about Clark's powers until he was getting them on the show. So I thought it was awesome. But then in Superman and Lois, uh, Clark has two kids. 
and he's married and he's dealing with like his father-in-law who's a general and he's dealing with the pressures of doing what he has to do and that like it just connected with me it's dealing with also your purpose and your main job yes, with your family sir, and that is so beautiful that honestly makes me want to really cry because like dude you, you had just cry man no it's man like, it honestly makes me want to tear up because that's so beautiful because you were able to relate to smallville while growing up but you're able to yeah. relate through superman and lois now that you're older married yeah. have your kids and superman and lois is a really good show a lot of people were saying it's it was amazing rate. you know yeah it looks good too because they kept they tried really hard to keep up the Zack Snyder vibes and yeah. I think they did really good at first when I was watching I was like they can't keep this up for too long because these shots are really nice there's like but they did it, yeah. it was good um and even season two uh I haven't finished season two but people really like it and they say there's a lot of really good scenes so I, I should finish it I probably will do you think um I don't know how to pronounce his last name but Tyler the main uh actor for Clark yeah Superman do you think this has been one of the best interpretations of Superman I don't think we've gotten a good interpretation yet I think wow. realistically Christopher Reeves was the closest because to play Clark to play Superman it's so difficult because the there's that famous quote that Superman's disguise is Superman mm -hmm. he is no, Superman's disguise is is Clark, Clark Kent, Kent, but he's Superman. He is Superman, so he pretends to be Clark Kent instead of the other way around, where people pretend like Spider Man pretends to be brave and, and quirky, but in real, like it's different. So I think you have to tap into a humanity that is like, and again, we kind of talk about that, like even like Jesus, like where it's like ah, you don't even know how much help you need, and I'm here to help you. But I can't help you enough, like because you're gonna, you're so fragile. Having that, but then a humbleness, but a, a majesty, kind of like like Mufasa, like this majesty of like. But I'm also hella strong, and if you mess with like, that's what's difficult. That balance is really hard. That's it's really, really hard. interesting. And then you bring in the Clark character, who's a klutz, who's like, oh my god, I drop my, you know, and it's all the nerdy. Mm -hmm. And like, how do you balance all of that? That is what's difficult. Yeah, because like. Henry Cavill, what I loved about Henry Cavill's Superman is it, like you kind of said about the whole Jesus thing where uh, he, when he was a bartender and they threw him like a bottle of like beer or whatever yeah. and it broke behind him and he's like, bro, I could easily incinerate you in yeah. two seconds. But like I hold myself back because of like my homeless. But we didn't get to see that nerdy side of him and stuff like yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? He he did good as a Superman, but I just amazing. Think it's going to be tough. Um for the new guy the new guy I, I don't david corn set i don't know if he eats corn or not but oh my god um it's gonna be tough just because we'll it's see. a lot of shoes to fill and this movie um you know it's funny they were saying that this movie has more pressure than any marvel movie out there the superman man of tomorrow i don't think it does bro i think it has so much pressure because this is like the dc this is like what holds the dc universe's future nah nah I don't think so, because everybody knows, man. You got to give it a good... I mean, nah, bro. I don't think it has as much pressure as Endgame had. Oh, sorry. It, it was, like, as much pressure as Iron Man, the first Iron Man. No, that one had less pressure. Nobody expected anything from Iron Man. That Literally. is true. No, this movie has pressure in a normal way, but also the bar is super low. Okay. And I think James Gunn will do good. I know we, we're disagreeing in this, and that's fine. Here's So you think it has pressure. I don't think it has... I think it has pressure like a regular movie. Yeah. But I don't think it has as much pressure or even the most pressured superhero movie of all time. Civil, uh, not Civil War. Infinity War and Endgame had the most pressure any movie will ever have. Like there's nothing that's that will true. beat that. That's 20 years in the making. That's no, nothing will beat that. It's like Star Wars. Like Star Wars, but even more. Yeah, um, true. But um, I think James Gunn will do good with Superman. And you want to know why? Mm. 
Ask me why. Why? Why do you think James Gunn will do good with Superman? Because of one character he's done. And it's not the character you think. Do you want to take a guess at what character? Because it's the character he's done, Peacemaker. <laughs> no. Who? Groot. Mm. I think Groot's character is very close to Superman in the sense, like what we just talked about, that he has that, like, I care for you, but I'm strong. But then he's kind of funny, you know, which is good. So I think even though he has no actual dialogue, I think he balanced that character in a way that I'm like, that's cool. That's like, I see him doing good with a character like Superman because I've seen him do good with a character like Groot. Well, you know what's interesting? Um, like, don't get me wrong. I have my faith in James Gunn. I really do. Like, in my, my faith, my trust is in James Gunn. But what I... I'm saying like I'm worried about is like a lot of people don't care about DC movies anymore. A lot of people don't care about the DC universe, especially right now since they're canceling all of like Zack Schneider's stuff and they're canceling yeah. all these other movies. Like not a lot of people know what's going on. Uh, James Gunn says that it's normal for a lot of people to be confused right now. He said oh, it yeah. in a post and obviously th that's understandable. But do you think with him saying that it's okay for people to be confused, do you think he's going to do something to either reset the timeline or to explain what's, what is happening with the DC universe? I don't necessarily think he will. I don't think it'll be something like, and this is how it started. I think it's just going to be a process of slowly going into it. Mm. What worries me about the confusion is that he's going to start with characters we don't know. And I think if you want to solidify mm -hmm. the DC universe, you start with characters that you do know. Now, obviously, James Gunn thrives with characters that are unknown, right? Example 100%. one, Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy, Suicide Squad. I was a huge fan of Suicide Squad. I love Suicide Squad. But there it is, right? So he's yeah. good with characters like that. But the thing is, if you want to solidify the DC universe, yeah. you hit him with the Superman, you hit him with the Batman, you hit him with the Wonder Woman, and it's like, oh, these are the guys, yeah. right? So, so excited, man. Oh, yeah, I'm super excited. <laughs> I am... My only worry, my only worry, and I don't think he will because I think he's smarter than that, is that it will become that Guardians of the Galaxy humor, which I don't think works no, everywhere. Yeah, I don't think he doesn't. will, right? Obviously. No. But that's what I'm afraid of, that he'll do that with, like, Superman. And that. I don't think so. Obviously, I follow James Gunn, and he posts super, like, Superman stuff. And I think he's yes. he's understanding the source material, mm -hmm. which is tough, right? There has not been a great Superman movie in a long and time. I'm Man of Steel is good in the sense of, like, it took people a minute to get it. But it's not a Superman story. Is that what you're saying? I mean, it is, but it's not... It's it's like the beginning, so you, yeah. You're, it's like Batman mm -hmm. Begins. Yeah, it's a Batman movie, but it's like you don't get Batman mm -hmm. being a detective trying to figure stuff out, right? Stuff like that. Yeah. But um, I'm excited. I'm excited. Two things I do want to mention. So James Gunn said that he was really worried about uh, writing Superman and uh, like creating that Superman story. He had a lot of pressure. It wasn't until he finished writing the script that he wasn't worried anymore. So he realized it was good. But I really liked what you men mentioned about uh, incorporating Guardians of the Galaxy humor with Superman because you can see some of the Guardians of the Galaxy humor in Suicide Squad. 100%. You can really see that both. I, again, Suicide Squad is a little bit more different, of course, than Guardians of the Galaxy. But again, they're, they're two, they're two teams, they're two like ragdoll teams or whatever, yeah, like that. Misfits, misfits. So um, I think he can handle that really well. And funny enough, so the first project that James Gunn has confirmed to be part of his DCEU is Creatures and Commandos, or Creature Commandos, sorry. Which have you seen anything about Creature Commandos? I think they're creatures who are commandoing. So. And uh, the it's a new animated movie just came out about a couple of years ago as well. Death in the Family, uh, Batman, Death in the Family. Uh, they do like a retelling story of Batman Under the Red Hood. 
they do a new retelling story but in that there's a short story as well of creature and commandos and funny enough i just watched it two days ago okay. i thought it was such an interesting compelling story man there's this one main guy you should watch the animation anyone that hasn't watched it should watch it it's a quick 20 25 minute uh animation um but there's this main guy he's like an army dude and he has to take um these creatures on like a mission but it's so good man because it starts like a war movie and this guy like he has his battalion with him and you know you see these war action scenes so i can't wait to see that i think that's gonna nail so good super excited to watch that but that's a cartoon story. no that is a cartoon different Animated. it's an r-rated cartoon as well um that whole uh, movie is r-rated I, I love the vision right i like mm -hmm. the vision but i think this that type of vision should i don't know not not that it should but i think people are just more used to it after they have established a, a universe a connection with these characters that is human right that's kind of how i feel because like i think it's really cool that marvel like in the what if series has the voice actors of the actual mm -hmm. actors i think that's super cool and that's what he's doing here right and i also i do really like that he's saying like if something happens in the animated film it happens in the canon, right? Yes, he said that. Super cool, super. I love those ideas, but I just don't know about kicking it off with an animation. Yeah, because Creature Commandos comes out first, right? That's the first and yeah. next thing, yeah. So that, that's going to be really interesting. Honestly, I think um, you're absolutely right. I would have started just right off the bat with um, Superman, you know? Yeah, and obviously he's trying to do different things, and he's trying to, you know, be unique, and, and, and I think that's cool, but I just don't know if it'll put uh, people into seats. I just don't know. That's a really good point because, um, but like for example, even Blue Beetle, more known character, didn't put that many people in didn't the seat. And that's the thing. You, you start with the Superman movie, people will go watch it because it's Superman. Even if it's a horrible movie, people mm. will go watch it because it's literally Superman. But then you you have Creature Commandos, which is an unknown thing. Right Now, I know there's people who are interested, people who are going to go watch it. We're probably some of those people. Of course. But... Um, I don't know. I'm just like, I, I don't, we need to see it, right? We need to see what it looks like. Also, if it has a good trailer, which again, James Gunn is really good with trailers. Yeah. Really good with trailers. So if it has a really good starting trailer, hey man. I think you're going to find it so intriguing just because like it caught me off guard. I was not expecting it to be this good like the anime. It's not really good, but I'm like, wow, I want to see more about it. This is interesting. And just with the trailer alone, you're going to be like, yeah, I need to watch this movie. Like yeah. it's going to be sick. And it's plus, it's James Gunn, you know, first movie in the DCEU. Yeah. What do, you, do you think you'll have a lot of R-rated stuff? Yes. Mm. Oh, I don't think so, actually. I don't think Warner Brothers will allow him to do that much. Maybe they will, because they needed someone. And well, they're they, giving him some rain here. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, that, that, for me, I'm just being out here in personal, right? Like, that's not a, a great thing for me, because obviously I like Your movies kids. that I can take my kids to. I like, yeah. And it's not an issue, but it's just like, if there's a Superman movie, I personally would like it to not be rated R. Yeah, I think more the TV shows, maybe like that Wonder Woman show, because I think he mentioned it's going to be like this Game of Thrones type of show, you know, the Wonder Woman. Yeah, one. and see, even that like fits because of the Amazonians and that's everything right, they go yeah. through. So I think that's cool. Like, okay, but just don't make something be R-rated just for the sake of being R-rated. You know what I mean? Creature and Commandos is kind of like hard to do PG-13. Just because, yeah. like, I'm uh, well, I'm gonna tell you, like, one of the characters or whatever, it's like a vampire. Oh, that's so cool. So, like, really interesting, right? But, like, how are you gonna do that PG 13? I mean, I know you can definitely because, yeah. I mean, we saw in Suicide Squad the shark guy. With, oh, no, that was R rated. Well, we saw Twilight. <laughs> we, yeah, Edward Cullen. Look at that. Uh, I'm just super excited, man. Creature Command. I think it'll be cool. Yeah, cool. it would be definitely cool. That's something that's gonna happen later on in the future. Another thing that, um, I watched also just recently the creator, Bren. Have you heard about the creator? Uh, Same no. director as Rogue One. 
Do you know about that one now? No. Dude, did you know that the creator, everyone's been talking about this, they used a $4,000 camera to film that movie. I think I heard of that. They used the Sony FX3, man. And that's one of the cameras that I've been wanting to buy for like the longest time. Uh, Gareth Edwards, the director. Dude, they used a $4,000 camera to film that movie. And it looks gorgeous. Like, uh, I'm telling you right now, Jeremy Johns said this. Jeremy Johns is a very well-known movie reviewer. He said that it looks better than even some of the Marvel stuff that we've seen wow. in the past couple of years. Like, like the budget that they had, I think they had like 80 million, which is still a lot. But when you consider Captain Marvel was like 300 million. No, that's not nothing anymore. Nothing anymore. But isn't that insane? And it looks really good. I think, uh, yeah, I, I watched that one and it, it looks amazing. You watched it? Yeah, I watched it. Oh, it already came out. Yeah, it came out last week. Nice. Yeah. Wow. One out of 14? <laughs> uh, one out of five. I think it gave, I gave it a, a 3.5 out, out of five. Uh, I think it was close to a See, four. But I have 3.5. no idea what that means. Is it's it a good seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. So, like, <laughs> it, it's pretty... <laughs> why, why, do you, why do you not know how to multiply by two? Whatever. So, it was a really good sci-fi movie. Honestly, I'm more on the edge of giving it, like, a four out of five. Um, it's just that I think it lacks... It, it would have probably because it's a kind of short movie it would have probably been better if it was like two hours and a half rather than like two hours mm. uh, just because they went like they fast forward the pace a lot on some scenes and some scenes I wasn't able to connect a lot with the characters mm, I see what you're saying but regardless the visuals were amazing it's literally like almost looking like at looking at a Star Wars movie wow. which is really amazing and really good concept really good story um, I think you'll like it. It's a great sci-fi movie. That's awesome. I like sci-fi movies. Yeah, 3.5 out of 5. Um, is it Clark approved? Is it Clark approved? You know what? The only, like, difficult scenes are with... Not difficult scenes, but, like, the only, like, hardcore scenes a little bit are with the robots. But mm. uh, and, they, and they introduced this really interesting dilemma, which is, like, um, a lot of people are like killing robots you know because in this universe really interesting ai kind of built up to like machineries and then oh, ai wow. was in machineries uh and it was like literally like they look like regular people like us wow. and then later on um an attack happened that the government actually did but they put the blame on the ai robots wow. they started incinerating ai robots there's this one population that does have those ai robots and they're saying that they're trying to create a revolution and it's so interesting because this one ai robot is like i didn't do anything i didn't do anything i didn't do and then they like unfortunately well isn't that crazy too because i say unfortunately kill the ai robot but it's like it's interesting because it's that one gray area where it's like it's a robot yeah unfortunately that's a spoiler <laughs> well, no, because I'm not saying, <laughs> dude, come on. Okay. Anyways, uh, in no, better, yeah. in, in better news, the strike is over, man. The strike is over. The dude. strike is over. We can finally see projects starting. HBO's main focus is going to be The Last of Us. Uh, right now, that's their main focus project. I think. Uh, what other main project are people focusing on? Do you know by any chance what, what was projects that were being delayed? The, uh, Stranger Things is already starting. Stranger Things, uh, Deadpool was Deadpool delayed. was delayed, which we didn't see that much of. You know, Hugh Jackman or yeah. Ryan Reynolds anymore. But the strike is over, man. It lasted 148 days. That's crazy, bro. That is crazy. That's a lot of time. That is a lot of time we wasted, and I think we're gonna see that in the later future where we don't see as much movies or something like that in the movie theater, but it, man, that's insane. Thank God it's over, man. I don't know what happened with the deal, if I'm being honest with you. I heard and I read that it was, uh, it was like they, they're promising that if somebody types into an AI uh, prompt, 
for a TV show, that person is considered a writer. That person will get the money. Whoever writes in the prompts. I read that they're going to have at least like three writers at all times because one of the big deals was that they were always understaffed. Uh, and that even if a project doesn't go through, it'll give them like six months worth of pay. Seven and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, stuff like that. So it sounds like a good deal. But yeah. I, I know there's a lot of uh, stuff still left to clear out. Yes. Because I heard the video game industry is starting, yep. starting to go into a strike now. Um, so, yeah. I think I some mean, visual effects artists as well are Probably, starting to yeah. complain a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I think the whole industry is going to change, especially with, when it comes to streaming. But I also think streaming won't be around for that long. As much. Not, really? not that it won't be around for that long, but it won't be as popular as it is mm-hmm. now. I think streaming is a product of its time because it literally popped off a lot during COVID, right? Mm-hmm. So that's when everybody was like, oh, just do TV shows. They're paying better because everybody's watching more. But now that people are watching less, now that there's more variety, now mm-hmm. that you can have HBO Max, Paramount Plus, uh, Nickelodeon Plus. Well, no, no Nickelodeon's and Paramount, but like all these options. Yeah, I've heard of great shows that I just I don't have Apple TV. I can't watch that Jennifer Aniston show because it's on Apple TV. <laughs> That's funny. You know what I'm saying? I do. Uh, so I think uh, streaming will kind of go down, and then we'll have to figure out because everyone right now they're fighting for the streaming rights. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like oh, which I think is fair. Like how much? How many times is it watched? Because like, yeah. For example, The Office uh, was like the most watched show of Netflix for like ever. The longest time. The longest That's why they time. left. And I don't know if they left. I think they're contract. They're on ended. Peacock. Oh, they're on Peacock now. Yeah. But the thing is, like, the, the actors. I don't think they got residuals worthy mm-hmm. of what they of what the view was time being and Netflix. Yes, one hundred percent. So, but then I don't know how long that'll last. That's really interesting to see contracts because I know friends like they get residuals to this day. Even Gunther yeah, but gets TV residuals. Residual. Well, Gunther is dead, bro. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, he died uh, shortly after the reunion. That's right. That's why they couldn't include him. Well, but he, he was, was still getting. I sorry. I remember that because when we went to go do the tour, yeah, they yeah, were telling yeah. us that. In the tour. But like, yeah, some other TV shows and other TV show actors, they don't get residuals. Drake and Josh, for example, they don't get residuals for their TV show uh, because they were underage kids. If you're wow. if you're a kid, you don't get a residual. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. And then one of the things they do a lot too is um, that if they so after two years, uh, you have to get a, a increase of money as an actor. Mm-hmm kid or an adult whatever but that's why they would change the titles of shows all the time that's why i went from zach and cody the sweet life of zach and cody to zach and cody to uh zach and cody on deck or the yeah. sweet life on deck yeah. because they didn't want to pay people more. oh i didn't know that let me ask you one question ask me one question only and what is the number one or your king of streaming services what is that netflix hbo hulu what is your number one right now peacock wow yeah what? <laughs> no way yeah right now peacock you got you got your good uh you got some soccer games on there you have uh uh parks and rec you have the office you have reno nine not reno 911 uh, brooklyn brooklyn 99 so that's really what i watch most right now just that uh hbo max is a close second though yeah what about you what's your number one streaming platform Easily, hands down, HBO Max. Really? What do you watch on there? Well, not only am I, of course, a DC fan. I love DC. Um, But yeah, dude, I mean, even the movies there are amazing. You have some of my favorite movies, the best directors in movies, um, the shows, you know, um, you have The Last of Us, you have Game of Thrones, um, you have all those. Harry Potter. Harry Potter movies are there. Dude, like literally, I was scrolling through. I'm like, wow, that's an amazing movie. Wow, that's an amazing movie. Wow, that's an amazing movie. Yeah, 2001 A Space Odyssey, my favorite movie of all times there. You know what's interesting? Why is it that HBO has always been connected with good TV? 
isn't that interesting because even back in the day bro yeah. succession is on which i haven't seen but succession the white lotus chernobyl all these amazing great tv shows are tied with Dude, hbo it's crazy because um back in the day you would drive to like when you're like driving and there's hotels and they would have like we have hbo yes like that's how big hbo it's a was. standard it's it, the standard yeah it's like it's legit like all yeah. hbo and so i don't know it's just crazy how like they've always been connected to good tv mm -hmm. and I, I definitely agree with you i think if i had a little more time on my hands i think it would be hbo because yeah you have all the animated dc stuff you have all the dc stuff in general harry potter uh yeah everything we just mentioned all the amazing movies it's insane uh, for me it would have to be hbo uh yeah. max or sorry it's just max now yeah we're not gonna get sponsored by max anymore um it's interesting that it's not disney plus isn't it I think Disney Plus is going down the drain very flat. Very it fast. is. I don't watch Disney Plus at all unless there's like Loki coming out. That would cool. But yeah, I put it for I put cars for my younger baby Liam all the time. Uh, yeah. Just cars that that literally besides that, like, I don't know why there's no point in it. No, you know what Disney Plus needs to do? And it will, I promise you clip this right now. If Disney Plus adds House of Mouse. It will gain subscribers. It I'm doesn't have House of Mouse. It does not have House of Mouse. The day it does that, remember me. Remember me. We gotta just it work for marketing for Disney, man. Which I mean, I'll work for anyone. Communication or Disney in general. Um, but yeah, uh, I you know what's funny? I can't believe Peacock, like The Office, went to Peacock because Peacock is like uh, so underrated for me. I'll tell you this, man. They did a good move, bro. I don't know if you remember the change. The change was huge. Everybody, like, literally, bro, literally, not gonna lie to you, bro. I was with my brother-in-law, Santos. Shout out to the homie Santos. And we were, it was gonna leave at the end of the year. And we were together. And everybody was do the, doing the countdown. And me and him were watching The Office on Netflix. And then it suddenly said, this is not available. And we lived the moment it left Netflix. Mm -hmm. And we were both like, well, it's time to get Peacock. But the thing about Peacock is, like, I don't know if you remember this. Through the app, you could go into Dunder Mifflin, like, folders and files. Like, they were like, wow. we're not just going to give you the show. Like, we're going to give you extra Bonus content. Features. Yeah. Wow. And, the, and I, we talked about this last time. They, they also have the super fan episodes, which mm -hmm. is like, so they're going above and beyond to, like, cater to, like, the Office fans. So, which I remember, I was like, that's really cool. Because any other streaming service, we got it now. They're here. But they were like, no, we know how big of a show this is. It's one of the biggest sitcoms ever. Here it is. Wow. Yeah. I did not know that. Is How I Met Your Mother in Peacock too? No, that's on Hulu. Oh. Yeah, I don't have Hulu. Yeah, I don't have Hulu either. Smallville's on Hulu. I don't have Hulu. I know, we should get Hulu. That's how I Met Your Father's on Hulu. Dude, but did you hear about the Office reboot? I did, man. So there was a confusion. We talked about this very little bit right before. Um, I had a, I was confused. I thought it was going to be not a reboot. That it was going to be a, help me out here, a reunion. Reunion. And then it hit me that it's a reboot. Yes. So it's it might not even have any of the characters, which obviously it will, but it might not have any of the characters. I don't know. I don't think so. It has to, bro. Let's, what should they do? I think about this all the time when I'm driving. What do you think they should do? What do you think they should do for the Office reboot? If I could have my way and they were literally like, John, what should we do? Here's exactly what I would do. I would do a literal The Office reunion in the way that somebody from The Office sent out um, letters to all the, 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 the ex-workers. Because at the end of the show, pretty much everyone moved away and was like, hey, we're doing spoilers." <laughs> and we're doing like a high school reunion type of thing. Everybody comes out. So slowly we start to see these characters, right? First you get Meredith. Like 
not trying to be mean, but from least popular to most popular, right? That's right. So you get the Meredith, you get the Kevins, Kevin's. yeah. You, you work your way up Toby's, to like yeah. Toby. No, Toby doesn't isn't in it. And then um, Kelly, and somehow you obviously make your way up to like Jim, Pam, and Dwight. No Steve yet. Obviously, the big reveal is that Michael did it, right? So he united them. And so I'm assuming, like, we get six episodes, bro. Okay. That's, like, episode one, right? The reunion. Then episode two is all about how, like... Because here's the thing. I think this is what people have not understood about reboots. Because that 70s show didn't do it right. Uh, Friends did something totally different to... Which it worked. It worked. It worked to evade doing this, though. People... Don't necessarily, I think maybe only for friends, but people don't necessarily want to see where their favorite characters are now. They just want to see them again. So what you would have to do for The Office is you would have to say something like Michael saying, hey, I found the lost episode that did not air on the documentary. And then it's the same characters, older, but playing the characters as if they were younger. And it could be something funny. You could even make it like, why do they look? Uh, that's just because you know them, how they look now, something. But then you have a brand new episode of The Office with everything back in the day, like Michael in his office screaming, Dwight, come here. And then it's the same thing that you love. That's your second episode. Then your third episode is your, and on is your new adventures. That's what I think that should happen. That's what should have happened. And it's not going to happen because they're doing a reboot. They're doing a reboot. So realistically, what I think they're going to end up doing, I think Dwight will be back. I think he'll be branch manager. I think he'll have people. And it'll be more like that 70s show. And and he'll have new. uh, But it's because here's the thing. And I don't think they're. That's like the route that they're getting because a reboot means they're restarting everything from ground zero, bro. Like it's not a prequel. It's not a sequel. It's not a continuation. It's a reboot. It's a restart. If you're telling me that not a single character from The Office is going to be in that show, it will be hated immediately. Immediately. I will say one thing. That's what the UK said about the US version. Like, they're not going to like it as much. But, you know, like, that's the thing. And I'm just saying, no, I- I'm going to agree. Like, there's hardcore loyal fans because there's, like, the hardcore loyal fans. Dude, The Office is uh, one of the most loved TV shows of all time. It's going to be hard, man. It's going to be hard to. There's no Ed, But it, also, the original creator's coming. Did you know that? I did not know that. The original creator's coming. The guy who created Parks and Rec, who created King of the Hill, the guy who worked mm. on The Simpsons. This same guy, Daniel something, I think his name is. He's going to come back. You're n- There's no way he's not bringing these characters back. With I him. hope so. No, don't get me wrong. I hope they do. I hope they do. I think that'd be great. That would give me motivation to finish the show because I stopped watching it after Michael left. You got to watch it, man. I got to watch it. That's it's just, a, I feel like it's a little slow after. I stopped on the episode where Andy gets a tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that whole season is tough. That whole, yeah, I, I don't know. But um, I love those characters. I'm really excited to see. I don't know. Do you think The Office is the best sitcom of all time? How about this? Let me give you my top five sitcoms of all time. Okay. Okay, because I have these written in case I ever need them. Yeah. Okay. In order. In order. Okay. You know what? I'll give you my list and then you give me your list. Okay, start from five. Yes. Do you think we will have similar answers on here? Yes. Okay, how many out of five? Like placement-wise, right? Right. Just in general, do you think we'll have the same? Oh, do you think we'll have the same ones in our list? I think we're going to have two or three. I, I think three. Okay. Number five, Community. Oh, no. I haven't seen it, which I'm dying to see. You know who directed that? Uh, the Russo Brothers. The Russo Brothers. Oh, they directed the whole thing. They directed the, the Nerf thing. That show, 
one thing about me, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm talking so slow. One thing about me is that if I think something is hilarious, I won't laugh. I'll just be like, oh, that's, that's so, so good. That's so smart, right? That's what that show does to me. Yeah. That show, I think, is so, it pushes it. It's so funny. It's so meta. It's it's a lot of things, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, number five, community. Number four, Parks and Rec. Okay. Continuation to The Office. It actually was going to be, uh, I don't know if you knew, did you know that about that? No. So Karen's character in, in The Office was going to have her spinoff show. Mm. of the office but it just ended up being something totally different but it, mm. that's why it's so similar to the office uh parks and rec i love that show i think it hits emotional things in a very good way great characters which is what the guy does extremely well have you finished that show yes yeah uh, yeah did it end really well like did actually it has one of the be- better endings that i've seen they do something can i tell you um sure i don't care All i don't right, care about parks spoilers for parks and rec they go like 10 years into the future or five years and they have like mm. holographic phones and stuff for like the whole last like three episodes mm. but it's cool because you get to see them you that's awesome very that's cool. really interesting very beautiful i i love that show it reminds uh, me kind of a glee well glee went back in time i think or something like glee that went back in time. <laughs> randomest thing okay. yeah sorry uh number three how i met your mother uh i think how i met your mother talks about i think how i met your mother does Everything that every other TV show has done, Friends, The Office, everything the same, but in a different angle. And I think that's a lesson to like you could it's the same story, just from a different perspective. And it's amazing. Uh, Number two, Friends. Got to go with Friends, man. You got to have Friends in there. For me, Friends is uh, people don't like it because of the laugh track. I get it. But the writing and friends, the writing is literally that's why I'm like, these homies got to get paid more, bro, because like the writing and friends to me is genius, genius. Let me give you some examples. We've all seen friends. Super old show. The sweater, the red sweater. Oh, the the yeah the the break we were on a break we were on a break the I got off the plane the the I take the Rachel like dude you that writing top tier top tier bro they had the world in the palm of their hands yeah and number one the office the humor the cringe the acting there's no music it's the improv for me an almost perfect show could watch any episode of the office anytime and it's a good time that's beautiful man that's my list makes me want to cry almost bro but that's very beautiful (laughs) no it does because it gets me kind of emotional because tv shows are just beautiful bro tv shows are beautiful man are you ready for my top five (laughs) i'm ready for your top five my top five favorite tv show sitcoms of all times very different to yours at number five i'm going to have drake and josh i'm gonna have drake and josh okay okay let me tell you why tell me why bro let me tell you why on I think that's the first time I thought I was cool watching TV because I was like, oh, my God, like I'm watching grown up TV. And this was me as a kid. And I liked it. I thought it was enjoyable. Very funny. Very cool. Um, I'm going to have to go with Drake and Josh as number five. Okay. Number four, I'm going to hit you with the twist, bro. I'm going to hit you with the twist. It's Family Guy. Is that a sitcom? It is a sitcom. Okay. And I got to say right now. I'm not the biggest fan. No, okay, how can I say this? I'm trying to say this lightly because Family Guy is very, like, I guess, twisted sense of humor. Or how can I say it? it's like dark sense of humor? Um, uh, they push it's the very limits controversial. A lot. It's very controversial. Family Guy is very controversial and they push the limits a lot. But I have to say, man, 
when we left to Mexico, that was one of the only shows that was in English. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people say that I have a very Family Guy sense of humor. Yeah. So I have to give my respects to Family Guy. Seth MacFarlane, I love like the, the jokes. I think that's one of the most funniest shows of all time to me. I relate to that a lot. Yeah. Uh, top three relates so much to yours. And number three, I have The Office, bro. Oh, wow. I have The Office at number at three. number three? Sorry, bro. Sorry to everyone. I haven't finished the show, so maybe I'll, I'll be more impactful at the end of it. But I just couldn't do it after Michael left. Um, I, I still love the show. I still think it's amazing. And the humor is great. I, I love the whole like documentary style type of like vibe to it. And it was just really good. It made me want to work at an office environment like that. Shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyone would love working there. And Steve Carell, amazing. One of the funniest guys, top three funniest guys of the world, in my opinion. Number two. Okay. Do you know where I'm going? Number no two. Clue. You lost me. <laughs> number two is How I Met Your Mother. Okay. How I Met Your Mother has such a special place in my heart, man. I remember so many times after school, I would go home, do homework, and watch How I Met Your Mother while I'm doing homework. I love the show. A lot of people didn't like the ending. You know, it, it doesn't matter. I think that whatever route that they chose to go with is good. And, I mean, there's a lesson to everything, and there's a lesson in that as well. Mm -hmm. um, How I Met Your Mother hits home in so many areas. It's not only a great funny show. It's such a sad show as well. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that's where I became such a hopeless romantic through like Ted Mosby and stuff yeah. like that. That's how I became such a womanizer. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, no um, I love How I Met Your Mother. I think it's such a great show. Yeah. One of the best. And number one, which is my favorite show of all time, my favorite TV show of all time, is Friends. Yeah. And Friends gets so hated nowadays. It gets so hated and it breaks my heart, bro. It legit breaks my heart because Friends is so good. The the chemistry, the the dialogue, the acting, dude, like I'm gonna tell you this as well to everyone watching. One of the reasons I know Friends is because oh, one of the reasons I know English is because I was I would watch Friends a lot. I would watch it a lot on TV when my mom was working at the dentist in Mexico. They would play Friends on the TV. And I would just watch it and I yeah. would love it. And not only that, I always grew up wanting to have friends, like yeah. in friends and like having a neighbor, having someone that I could confide on, a brother, like friends like that. And obviously in Mexico, obviously in Mexico, it was a lot harder to make those friends like that and stuff like that or whatever. But especially because I didn't know Spanish, but friends is just the all time. I think the greatest sitcom of all time. You know, you have your Seinfelds. You have your cheers. Did you forget about Seinfeld? Forgot Seinfeld. <laughs> I told you. See, I was going to put Seinfeld on my number five uh, just because we did watch a couple runs of Seinfeld. But if I, I would have probably put Seinfeld on number five instead of Community. Really? Yeah. I heard Community was really good. I just think Friends hits everything perfectly, like you said as well. Characters, they have the perfect round cast six characters. I don't think you could put another character in there and it would be good. I think they hit perfectly the yeah. the the communication of characters in there yeah. i think it's like the beatles lightning in a bottle just like perfect people perfect timing perfect, perfect cast everything. everything it is so good man and i just think like 10 seasons 29 episodes each season to be quite honest with you if you put an episode right now of friends i'd probably know what the next sentence is yeah, and the dialogue everything just because 
I would watch it nonstop. It is one of the best. And one of the things about Friends too is like, okay, we talk about The Office, we talk about all these other shows, and even How I Met Your Mother has like dip seasons, right? Where you're like, oh, these seasons that kind of so skip. true. But Friends doesn't, bro. Nonstop. If anything, it would be season one in the first ten, maybe five episodes. Not even though. Not, not even because you already get into Ross bro, and Rachel, bro. Is bro, it like insane. you can put any episode, and it is good. Like yeah, it's man. literally good if there's not like a bad episode. Like mm-hmm. literally think of, I think about it, and the only one that I can think of that's bad is the one where they're trying to get ready and he like no one's but it's just because it's frustrating, right? Because like yeah. Ross is like, we have this thing to go and no one's getting ready. Yeah. But there is no bad episode. Dude, yeah, and they're living in their like their 20s, 27s, or whatever, 26s. And that's insane, man. Yeah. That, that, that's just insane. Like they're just a group of friends figuring yeah. life figuring life out. And that's what we do almost every day. Yeah. It's just so good, it's so good amazing. Job. Who's your favorite character in Friends? Chandler. Chandler? Chandler. Yeah. Definitely. One hundred percent. I just yeah. What about you? Uh Chandler as well, Chandler, I'd say. Yeah, hilarious. Chandler or Ross for sure. I I yeah. love Ross. Yeah. I think both of them are like in a close second, but I think Chandler for yeah. sure on top. Have I ever told you how I think how I your mother should have ended? No, tell me. Okay. Spoilers for how I your mother. Everyone knows how it ends. He finds the chick. Here's what I always thought, because there's an episode called Ah, uh, I forgot what it's called. What well, uh huh. Go ahead and I'm gonna talk about something as well. You want to talk first? Yeah, they never continued on with the whole plot about the finding the woman, the woman that was made for him, the perfect match for him. They never talked about that again. They came back, but they never talked about who that girl was, and she was waiting at McLaren's pub. Mm-hmm. But they never talked about who that girl was, and that's a missing link right there. Yeah, they never continued on that story, and which is funny enough was because my how much mother continues off running guys really well, but they never talked about that perfect match woman. Maybe how huh, your father. Because How I Met Your Father is pretty good. Yes, they canceled that show. But continue. I know, sad. But I watched season one. I was like, this isn't as bad as I thought. It's not. Um, but anyway, here's how I think How I Met Your Mother should have ended. Robin can't have kids. So when I heard that, I was like, oh, the kids he's talking to is like they're his surrogate kids. Because he got someone to have mm. kids with him and Robin. Mm. Right? That's what I thought. And I was like, this whole story is like how I met your mother. Because we had to end up finding her in a wow. like, yeah. facility or, or whatever. Yeah. Right? That's what I thought it was going to be. And I think it should have been that. That but is so beautiful. It is what it is. You know? That is so beautiful because it, it, it makes sense. Like the love story between Robin and Ted Mosby is still there. It's still there. Makes sense. And then this is how we found your mother. And maybe they could have stood something about your mother was the woman Robin was talking to in the first scene I met and the first scene where she met or yeah Ted. something whatever right but yeah. the thing is like because it makes sense their kids like hey how did you meet our mom because like our actual not, mom our actual real mom yeah. right like mm-hmm. I don't know that's what I thought I that is so beautiful that is really deep too bro people gotta hire me at some you point you know what's really interesting man you should make your own sitcom <laughs> I want to, man. You, we've we've yeah. talked about it, but you should definitely. We yeah, gotta start it. To. And the thing is, dude. And here's the thing I tell you too. Even with this podcast and anyone watching, just start. Just start it. Press record. That's your our first. first episode was. I think our first episode wasn't that good. If I'm being honest with you, I love the way we were talking, but the look wise and everything, I didn't like it. You know. Yeah. But if we wouldn't have started that first episode, we wouldn't have gone to where we are right now, which only two cameras are working, I'm pretty sure. That camera probably turned off. But still, man. No, it's fine. It doesn't matter. (laughs) We got to continue going. Yeah. But you see, man, so even if you have just you, yourself, or someone else, me, you just got to start. And that's something that also kind of gets me sad because I was talking to a couple friends and I was like, wow, I need... 
because I was part of a film festival with the Rooster Brothers. And I signed up, I registered, and I, I was selected. Um, but I didn't have anyone to do it with, you know? Oh, I'm sorry. And it sounds depressing. I know you offered for help and stuff, but you were really busy. I mean, yeah. life is really busy. Life Everyone gets busy. in the way. I'm sorry. I should be better. Dude, you got to be a better brother. What can yeah, I say? Yeah, man. I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> no, dude, you're totally fine. Um, but yeah, um, just press record, guys. Start doing whatever you want to do. If you want to get better at jump roping, buy a jump rope. Start doing it, even if you suck. Dude, like, um, our videos are doing pretty good, like, all, all around. Like, they're not doing amazing, but they're doing better than how I thought it was going to start. Yeah. So, yeah. anyone, just start it. And start. it's going to suck in the beginning. You're, you know, you're not going to get listeners. Probably a lot of people have already tuned out, but hopefully later on in the future, people will listen. Yeah. And that's the beautiful thing, you know? And by the way, do it because you're passionate about it. And yeah. You're really passionate about this storytelling, man. I'm telling you right now, you have the vision, the creativity, and the talent to do this sitcom your sitcom idea and you we, you just got to start it man and yeah. i know i know I, I honestly you're busy with life too and that's another thing that i realized once i started uh interning at you do need a team because you need people to confide in like as much as you you know i want to do a lot of things myself too you need a lot like you need a support group ecclesiastes yeah. for 16 i think it says like two is better than one i think it's for 16 maybe, maybe i went on a ramp but maybe you should not say this church's name I'll bleep it out. Okay. Um, but yeah, dude, um, really interesting, man. Movies and TV shows are just so beautiful. It is, man. It's it's a great art form, for sure. It is a great art form, and um, I can't wait to continue talking about it throughout the next episodes. I can't wait till we have a helper right here in the back. I can't wait for you to join. Um, but yeah, dude, um, dude, do you have anything else to say? No, nah, man, it's just uh, it's thanks for believing in me and for hyping me up. Dude, you're amazing, and... Honestly, man, like I, you're amazing too, dude. Like you're, you're so talented. I'm telling you that right now. Um, and God has a lot of big plans for you. I was going to wait for some wisdom from you, but I have to up now. Um, yeah, dude, thank you guys so much for watching again. If you guys could give us those five star ratings yes. on Spotify and Apple music, Apple podcast, that would mean a lot. Uh, subscribe to us on the YouTube. Uh, sorry that this is a long episode. We just went on rants and yes, stuff like that, did. but still, um, thank you guys for joining in. If you guys have any questions, let us know, send us a DM, uh, at co-op cinema, uh, at TikTok, or you can, uh, send us messages to our direct Instagrams at John, the pastor at it's David Esparza at it's David creator. Now I switched it from it's David cinema. <laughs> it's David creator. And, um, yeah, dude, God bless guys. Thank you. God bless guys.